0: If you continue to feed yourself dark dark, dark, negative 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 it, it may lead to some things you don't want to happen. See my mental condition or state impacts how I draw conclusion on conclusion
1: on life perspective perspective as well as experiences. You're now in tune to the Heaven Bound Broadcast with Pastor Richard D. Dobbs of Overcomers Christian Center in Billerica, Georgia. Now prepare to be empowered and equipped with the rich word of God. Type has
0: to do with a kind or a category. Our mindset is critical when it comes to our thinking, decision-making, as well as our actions. See, our actions and opinions usually reflects our mindset. And prayerfully, we gain knowledge and understanding of different types of mindsets and able to see what mindset we have. One of, one of my prayers for this particular message is, is that we will examine our own personal mindset, come to grips with it, and say, God, this is what you're working with. I, this is what I need for you to change in order for it to make better. One of the things I also pray is this, is that we're honest with ourselves and say, hey, you know what? That's me right there, Lord. Help me to have a better mindset. In fact, let me have the mind of Christ. Now, our attitudes, ideas, as well as opinions, we have, we need to be aware of those. So we're not, so we, and there's some things that we do that they almost become automatic to us. For example, if you tend to run away from a dog because a big dog, German Shepherd, chased you when you were about 10 years old. You ran, fell, yelled for help. Nobody came, but now you're 47. If a little chihuahua comes near you, your automatic behavior is to run. Why? Because my mind says I'm uncomfortable around dogs. You hear something like the big dog sound. And then you look around like this. What in the world? What? 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 Because you don't play with folks' dogs. You don't play with folks' dog. And that could be based on what? Your experience. You don't, you say, hey, 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 I know, get your dog, get your dog, get your dog, get your dog. Yeah, I know he, he played for everybody else, but get your dog. Don't let him jump on me right now. And you ain't being mad. You just being, hey, this is just me. This is me, who I am when it comes to that. You see other people when uh, they're, you, you see a group of folks, all of a sudden you see people running. And you're like, what are they running for? And you start running, not even knowing why. Look how y'all looking at me They're like y'all know what I'm talking about. If, sometimes I have to be careful at my own house. At my own house, I can't jump too fast because, but listen, I got one person in my house. They can be tired by going to sleep. But if I say something, look, what's that right there on the floor? They jumping up they jumping up, and they're going to be about tired, ready to go. I mean, I can't hardly move. But if I say something right there, what's that right there? What, 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 what? I'm sorry, I almost gave it away who it was. Because why? Of the mindset. It might be just a reflection of something or something like a piece of cloth. But if we think it's something, if we're not, because of our mindset, we may, we may jump. We may jump. We may jump. We may do certain things. And see... As mentioned in previous teaching, our mind consists of our understanding, our thinking, and is the seat of our emotion. Our mind is where we learn how to process life. Synonyms with the mind is intellect, which is the power of knowing and thinking rather than feeling, intelligence, as well as the psychology of the mind. We have to become more mature in our thinking, especially when it comes to thinking with the mind of Christ. See, thinking allows us to judge, reflect, and share ideas about people, situations, as well as circumstances. And if we do it right, from a godly standpoint. And see, my ability to to think helps me to connect ideas. For example, as I hear God's word, study, and meditate on his word, when I consistently do his word, it allows me to make better connections with him and his ways. And as a believer, I must be mindful how I think on natural as well as spiritual matters because my thoughts largely impact my reasoning, my actions, as well as my decision-making. We're seeing a lot of people with a wide wide range of mental states. Some mental states are positive, productive, optimistic, and faith-filled. But other mental states, mental mindsets, are dark, mysterious, pessimistic, and seems to be destructive. Whether it's a shooting on a college campus, mall, or grocery store, a shooting on the street, a drive-by, or a home invasion, A shooting at a store. We're able to see, and many of us think about this: What was they thinking about when they done this? What was their mindset when they did this particular dark or and destructive deed? And see, my mental state includes my perception, experiences, beliefs, desires, intentions, as well as my emotions. And sometimes people are fed a lot of negative. Negative, 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 negative. And which is sad sometimes because sometimes people feed themselves negative ideas, negative mindsets, negative conceptions, negative. They just continue to feed themselves. And when you got to watch out for even things such as video games and television programs that will continue, if you continue to feed yourself dark, 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 negative, 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 negative. It, it may lead to some things you don't want to happen. See, my mental condition or state impacts how I draw conclusion on conclusion on life perspective, perspective as well as experiences. A person that constantly feeds himself negative, 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 is going to look at life in a negative manner. It's also <clears throat> the mind is where I also store my memories. And my memory allows me to take in information, process it, and store it in a manner that I can later recall it. As we can see, God created us with a powerful tool that allows us to think, talk, make decisions, recall information, and such like with our minds. I want to look at three stages of our mind. Three stages of our mind. The first one I want to deal with is the conscious mind. That's where we're aware of our surroundings and sensitive to what is around us. For example, I'm hungry, so I get something to eat. I'm cold, so that I put on extra layers of clothes or just my heat. The subconscious mind is the part of the mind that lacks full awareness but influences our actions as well as our feelings. For example, when I think of my childhood, I may become angry because I remember that adults in my life did not protect me at times where I was vulnerable. And my subconscious, subconscious mind would tell me to keep my guard up around certain family members. You got to also be careful about companies and organizations and television programs social media people that try to slip in agendas I put it like this, slip agendas by us to us. You got to be careful about social media, television programs. It used to be a time you could watch a television program, you didn't have to worry about certain agendas trying to be promoted. I could watch, let me just throw one out there, Sanford and Son. I didn't get concerned about them trying to give me an agenda. It was just television, you watched it, it was over wit, Right. These days, you can watch the show, and you like, what the world? And I, I mean, I, that's just me. That's just me. That's just me. And so you have to watch agendas that people try to slip by you to you. So I may respond quickly when I feel pressure, threatened by others, but my subconscious mind will tell me to protect myself. Why? Because I'm dealing with things that happened in the past. Now, the unconscious mind is where a person is unable to respond to people and activities, yet still possess feelings feelings and emotions to a certain degree. Many times when people are ill to the point of not being responsive, we may be told to talk with them, pray with them, have conversation with them. Why? Because they still have the ability to sometimes feel and have emotions, even though they may not be able to verbally express this. We may see a tear, a slight hand movement, or an eye blink, a sign that that person is still alive, but yet they are still unconscious or not able to respond in the way that they, we would like for them to. We see our mind is essential to our being, and thus we need to be careful as to what we allow to influence and shape our mindset. We need to allow Jesus to place his mind in our mind, just as Paul told the church at Philippi. Philippians chapter 2, verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So think about your conscious mind, your subconscious mind, and your unconscious mind. I want the mind of Christ. I need the mind of Christ because of everything I have dealt with. And sometimes things happen to you over years that can affect your today, but they happen years ago. Therefore, we need the mind of what? Christ. You can look at the word differently because you're looking at it from your old mindset instead of the mind of Christ. That's why it's important that we let or allow or permit this mind, this will, his will, his thoughts, his point of view, his reasoning, the Lord Jesus Christ reasoning to be in us just like it was in him. We need the mind of Christ. I need the mind of Christ in my conscious as well as my subconscious as well as my un- unconscious mind. And then I have to be honest with myself and realize that we have many different mindsets in our conscious and subconscious mind. If I had time, I could tell you within each one of those mindsets are different mindsets. Now, that, that's a whole different. That could, we can spend the whole day talking about that. And people make their living off dealing with these different mindsets. But the thing I want us to get in our thinking is I've got to remain teachable. I've got to be eager to learn from Jesus. I must abide in him and continue to mature in thinking like him. We see in God's word different mindsets that we have, whether we are aware of them or not aware of them. Some thoughts and actions we do and don't even realize it. They're not all positive and productive. And one of the things as we get ready to deal with the, uh, the three mindsets I want to deal with today, I have to be honest with myself, I've been guilty of every last one of these. I have did, said, did, did said, and done each, each one of these. I did them, probably fit dealing with them right now. And I had to be, when I was studying this, I said, you know what, God, thank you for helping me. Thank you for helping me, Lord. You know I need help. Because I have all types of mindsets that go on in my mind. And even, I'm going to cover three scriptures today. I was thinking about this. I probably got some mindsets that scientists haven't even thought about yet, haven't even discovered yet. Because I got stuff going on in my mind, be just like, what in the world? I, I mean, I just be, I'm real with myself. I'm real with myself. I say, you know what, Lord, I, I need your mind. Because if all this is going on in my mind, I need, if I'm going to help people, I need to understand who I am so when I'm not in a place I need to be, I don't need to be trying to help folks when my mind is all jacked up. But when it's in the right place, though, I can help people. I ain't saying it's perfect, but it's going to be in a place I can help people. And I want to be in a position I can help people. So, mindset number one mindful of the things of men and not the things of God let's go to Matthew chapter 16 and verse 23 the book of Matthew chapter 16 and verse 23 but he turned and said to Peter get behind me Satan You are an offense to me, for you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. But he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are an offense, a trap, a snare. You are causing one to stumble. I thought about this. Peter had been walking with Jesus for a minute now. And all of a sudden, Jesus turned to him and said, hold on your mindset is not in the right place. I thought about this. You can be walking with Jesus for a while, but Jesus can come to you and say, hey, Dobbs, your mindset is not in the right place. It's not in the right place. And I had to be honest with God. I said, God, you know you got me on now. Because I, have, I can think about times your mindset was not in the right place. Not in the right place when it comes to being a faith walker, being Christ-minded, and so forth. It was an offense to God. But why was it an offense? For you are not mindful, you don't seek my interests. You're not signed with me. You're not thinking about the things of God. But you're thinking about the things of men. And I said, God, you know what? That's me right there, God. I have been guilty about thinking more about the things of men that I have been the things of God. I've been guilty of it. And so one conclusion I drew from this is we should be developing a lifestyle where we are more mindful of the things of God than the things of men. We need to be more mindful of that. We need to be more mindful. In fact, you should be more mindful this year than you were last year. You should be in a position where God didn't have to, have to constantly just just dobs, p- dob dob dobs, dobs. Dob. You should be in a position where you're mature enough to say, hey, you know what? If God eat, don't say nothing, I still got my mind on him. Mm-hmm. If God doesn't agree with me, I know I've still got my mind on him. If God says, I love you, and then he allows me to go through this, that, and the other, I still know he got his mind on me. You know, when Job went through everything he went through, he still had his mind on God. And Job went through something, y'all. And so we can't say that when we go through something, God doesn't have his mind on us. We need to understand that God, we're, we need to be mindful of the things of God. God, mindful of the things of God. And when you're mindful of the things of God, you're not, the, the things of men don't have that much weight in your life. That's why you have to be careful not to be or become people pleasers. People pleasers would do anything possible to avoid conflict and make certain, and make certain people happy. Even if it causes them to turn into a different person, or worse, cause them to disobey God. In my opinion, Jesus called Peter a people pleaser. You're more mindful of the things of men than you are the things of God. Sign you might be a people pleaser. You have low self-esteem of yourself. I need others to like me. I'm going to do whatever it does I have to do to make you like me. I may, I may say, agree with you, even though I may know you're wrong or don't necessarily know you're right, but I'm going to agree with you because I want you to like me. And it's hard for me to tell folks like that, no, when I want you to like me. I want you to like me. I can't tell you no, because I, I want you to like me. I'm afraid you might get upset if I tell you no. I might, oh, you got to be careful about that. I don't, listen, even as much as I love my wife, sometimes I got to tell her, no. Sometimes vice versa, you got to tell me, no. I love you, but sometimes I got to tell you what? No. That's a sign what? I really love you right now. Is somebody always telling you yes? You got to, if everybody in your group always telling you yes, you got the wrong group. Got the wrong group. Got the wrong group. Well, Pastor, everybody group with me. You're in the wrong group. That's all there. <laughs> that is a problem if everybody going to tell you yes. Root cause of people being people pleaser is low self-esteem and or poor self-esteem. I have ongoing feelings that I am, I am aware of and feelings I'm not aware of that says I'm not important. My needs and God-given desires are not important. Danger of being a people pleaser is that I value the opinion of man more than God. And I can develop a dependent personality mindset. Dependent upon that person for my self-esteem. More than God. You should say, God, you know what? My esteem is based on you and not people. Because people change, y'all people change. And if your opinion about yourself is based on people, then you have a problem. Now, let me go back to my relationship just for a moment. If my how I feel good or bad is based on her, then that's, I got her in the wrong position. Mm-mm. We has got a quiet group right here, but that's good though. I know y'all listening, right? If her, whether well, she feel good or not, is based on me, she, she, she thinks too much of me. Listen, if she goes to heaven and it's based on me, something wrong with that picture, y'all. If her joy is based on me, something wrong. Something wrong. Because her, her joy needs to be dependent upon her relationship with Jesus. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Ooh, boy. That's good teaching. But let's talk about the parents for a moment. Sometimes parents can let their children take them through the rigor. Because their children not happy, the whole household is sad. When, then, when it should be, God, you know what? If you the Lord on my house, these children can act all the way they want to. I'm still going to be happy. Boy, I grew up in a town where my uh, parents used to listen to... Uh, I'm going to date myself for a moment. About two or three people going to know who I'm talking about. Edmund Patterson on Sunday morning. on 13, I think it's 1300, about somewhere in that AM radio. So I know about two or three people going to know about that right there. My mama, my, she would have that music playing loud. My grandma, loud in the house, boy, she'd be just going through it. And I mean, she'd be baking breakfast, boy, and singing with Edmund Patterson on the radio on Sunday morning, getting ready to go to church, y'all. This was the radio man back in the day, y'all. We didn't have all the stuff we had today. But he would just, she would just be having a good time, getting ready to go to church. And you could be mad, upset, and there's all you want to. That music was playing loud, and she almost like she didn't even hear you. <laughs> she did not let our mood. I don't want this, I don't want that. And it ain't affect her. Because she was singing her song with Brother Edmund Patterson, boy, and she was singing, and she was having a good time. In the Lord, ready to go to church here in a few minutes, y'all. Woo, get ready to go, y'all. What do you mean you ain't going? <laughs> they ain't happy to hear today, but She be smiling to you that. You know she meant her business, though. She was smiling, but she meant her business, though. I don't feel like going. What do you mean? <laughs> you knew you didn't mess with that, though. Because she get ready to go, y'all. And you were going with her. You weren't staying behind. What, what, all this stuff, get, well, you know, it's a different, 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 different day we live in, all right? But we don't let that stop us. See, dependent personality often deal with anxiety, inward stress, which, lead, which leads them feeling helpless, not able to make decisions properly, and overall submissive to what others say rather than what God says. If God says you the head and not the tail, you the head and not the tail. If I were to listen to folks coming up in ministry, I'm talking about, now some folks, folks are good. they going to say not everybody was like that. But there were just some folks if I were to listen to them, y'all, there's nowhere in the world we'd be in this building right now. Nowhere. Because everybody told me, you ain't got enough this, that, and the other to get it done. And I, but then I guess when I got around my pastor, boy, my pastor is a faith walker. Y'all know that, praise God. And he used to encourage us in the Lord and say, hey, you believe in dogs? You believe in man or you believe in what God says? I believe what God says, Bishop. I believe what he said." Wait, well, do, you, do, you, do you see everything that you need? No, that's why you're walking by faith. Oh, y'all got to get that. That's why you're walking by faith. I would not be in the house we in today, wouldn't have it today, because why? Walking by. I would not even be full-time ministry if I was to go by my mindset. Been full-time ministry for years now. Ain't no way in the world I could have did this. Going looking at okay, let's put two right here. Two to carry the folk. Folk carry that back over there. Now hold on, we gotta tape. No, Scott, cut this and do this. But we'll never go on vacation with that. No, we got, we just got But God showed a way, y'all. When you're mindful of the things of God, you'll go on vacation you will still give, you will still, amen, get your heart's desire, and you can't figure it out on natural paper, y'all. Because you're a faith walker. You walk by faith, not by sight. Keeping your mind on Jesus. Now, you see, it's no wonder Jesus rebuked Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. The mindset of a people, please, can easily lead us away from God. Jesus told Peter that his mindset was one that sought the interest of men and not the interest of God. Peter, the approval of man is more important to you than the approval of God. Going after approval of man can take us out of the will of God. And let me say this to you. You will not get your heart's desires. Stand away. Trying to please man. Trying to please man. You will not get your heart desire. At least not God's heart desire for you that is one that is a challenge it's a challenge for me every day to make sure I think on the things of God despite the ongoing attempt of the enemy to get my mind on the things of men that's why I told you, you got to be careful about social media, television and things along that line because they'll tell you some stuff and then they'll change their mind the next, the next news cycle, you can watch the news at 5 and you look news the 6 and it'll be a different news saying the same, listen Today, y'all, it's going to be a doom and gloom. Since the clock, everything looked wonderful. That's why you have to keep your mind on Christ. Christ Christ-minded, Christ-minded. Look at mindset number two. The carnal mindset, Romans chapter eight and verse five. For those who live according to the flesh, set their mind. On the things of the flesh. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. So the carnal mindset. But those who live according to the flesh. Romans 8 verse 5. What's the flesh? The earthly nature of man without divine influence. These individuals are set. They establish and they place their minds, their interests, their views, and their values on the things of the flesh. The things that don't have divine influence. But those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. Paul was teaching the church in Rome that they will be faced with a daily choice. This is going to be daily, y'all. This is going to be daily. You can get an email that can take your mind to the flesh real quickly. But let me say this real quickly. If you do find yourself operating in the flesh repent and get back to the spirit repent chances are most of us in this sanctuary before the month of february is over with we're gonna jump in the flesh for a moment i don't want you to stay there i don't want you to stay there i want you to say hey god this is what Pastor we was talking about i repent let me get back to thinking with the mind of christ I thought this, but i got to start thinking with the mind of Christ. I'm telling you, it happened to everybody in here at some point or another. And I know, it was, I don't know personally, but I know spiritually between January 1st, 2023 and today, some of y'all have jumped in the flesh. But we repent and we get back to the spirit. All right. We repent. Okay. I know I didn't get many amens right there, but that's okay, though. I know I'm right. The choice to live according to the flesh, that part of me is not under divine influence. That can be a problem. See, the the flesh desires to sin and do contrary to my spirit man. And Paul was letting them know we must be intentional in establishing the right mindset. Will they set their minds on things of the flesh or things of the spirit? And whatever our mindset is, so will our actions, opinions, and decision-making. Thus, a born-again believer can resemble the world in their attitude and actions. Why? They have a carnal mindset. They have a mind made up in the mind, excuse me, had their minds made up that I'm going to set my mind on that old nature rather than the new nature in Christ Jesus. And see, a carnal mindset will cause a person to miss out on what God has for them spiritually as well as naturally. Now, let me say this before I go on to the next one here. You could be thinking in that, old, that, that mindset that's not of God for a minute. But as soon as God brings it to your attention, you need to repent and get back to where you need to be. I mean, you be thinking about like Listen, and this is what you need to understand as well. You could be thinking about it. You could be spiritually minded, let's say, in your prayer life, but in your giving, you're mindset. But God is saying, hey, now you realize you're carnal and you're giving. Repent and get back to spirit giving. And you could be like that for, for a length of time, too. I mean, it could be a situation where you're giving like you need to give, but your prayer life and your study of scripture and how you think about the things of God is in a carnal place. Repent and get back to where you need to be. What am I saying to you this? I'm not saying you're not going to fall, fall into the trap, but when you do and the Holy Spirit brings it to your attention, repent. Don't let the devil keep you there through guilt and condemnation and thought. well, since you're here, you might as well stay here. No! Repent and get back where you need to be at. I'll give you one quick natural example. This is personal to me. I haven't exercised in a couple of weeks now. Now I can say, well, dog, you might as well stay on out of the gym now. Might as well just stay on out that gym, cause you might as well, listen. Go and eat that cake, man. Might as well just go and enjoy life. Get you some, get, look, look, go two or three bags of potato chips and get you some candy bars and just sit back and watch TV. Don't go back to the gym no more, cause I ain't been in a couple of weeks now. Or I can repent and say, you know what, I need to get back in that gym. Let to tell you something. This goes with spiritual minded things. I try to give you something that you can grab a hold of. Stuff gonna happen in life, y'all. But you need to say, once you realize it, repent and get back right. If you haven't gotten up in the morning and prayed like you need like you've been doing, like you just did all year and all, all last year, and you fell a little slack because you felt like sleeping a little bit, now, and the Spirit of God says, "Get up and, and pray, then do that. Do that. Get to the place where you're spiritually strong, that, that you work out in in your walk, walk with Christ. All right? Third mindset, the humble mindset, Romans chapter 12, verse three, Romans chapter 12 in verse three, for I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think Listen, not to have the proper opinion of oneself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to everyone a measure of faith, a measure of belief, a measure of confidence in God's written and revealed word, a measure of trusting in what God said. See, humility is the freedom from pride and arrogance. Pride is to, to, think, to think too high of oneself, to think too highly of one's ability or worth. Also, too, you can think too low of yourself as well. That's where low self-esteem comes in at. And see, arrogance has to do with exaggerated opinion of my worth. Arrogant has certain behaviors, bragging about your skills and ability, ignoring the value and worth of others. Someone who seeks the spotlight. They consciously and unconsciously make others feel less important. Sometimes people can make people feel less important. And they then not realize they're doing it. It's just the way they are. They talk down to people. They talk negative to people. And you got to ask yourself, do I make people feel less about themselves by the words that come out of my mouth? Am I building people up in the most holy faith or am I speaking to them and that when they leave me, they're like. See, as believers, faith walkers, we have to be careful not to allow arrogance to take root in us. One thing I know about God, you can be arrogant for a moment, but all of a sudden, God got a way of bringing you down. And I'd rather have bring myself down than let God bring me down. Because God can bring you down, boy, you have like no esteem left. Because, okay, okay, I got you. I got you. You think you all this, that, and the other. Everything going wonderful, and all of a sudden, boom, there it is. Well, wow, you think arrogant of yourself. Don't mess around and have that good... Prayer consistently going on, making it to church every Sunday, doing the things you need to do. Don't let that get to your head. thinking you gonna do something now, and you are doing what's right, but don't let it get to your head. Like, okay, now God, you must be ready to open up the windows of heaven and pull me out of the blessing. It must be here. I mean, then all of a sudden you be you be giving, and then you be like, okay, God, where it? At? And and because why? God, keep you humble, boy. What? Like. Let, let, can I be real with y'all just for a moment can, let me be real let me step down just for a moment to make sure y'all get this part right here I have been on what I call a spiritual I mean I mean I mean, in I, my mind I was doing it right y'all I was hitting it boy boom boom praying boom studying boom getting up praying boom 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 I thought oh well, God going ready to bless me now boy boy it was so quiet No, you can hear crickets coming down boy I'll, I'll let God get ready to bless me, y'all. He'll get ready to bless me. I know it. Get ready to happen right now. I was, Boy, I had my, my quote, unquote, but you know what I was getting caught up on? My works. My works. And then I've been other times, y'all. Like, I'm sorry, nothing. God, you got, I, mean, I messed up. My body did. And I was saying, God be pouring down blessings. I'm like, God. You do that to me? I don't deserve nothing. Oh, God, you do, why are you doing You Why are you so merciful to me? Like, oh, God, you did it again, God. Oh, God, why are you doing it again, God? I don't, you know, so I just, I'm, I'm learning. I'm still, look, this is a work in progress up here, y'all. This is a work in progress. Y'all probably all right the way y'all are, but this is a work in progress. And so I ain't trying to figure out. I, I try to figure out God, and it, it just don't work. Because his mind is too big, and he, he's too great. And so, as I go forth in this thing, and I say, God, you know what? I'm going to do right by you. You bless me fine. Any way you bless me, Lord, I'll be satisfied. And sometimes you miss the small blessings looking for the big blessings. You know, he load me daily with benefits. Every day, I say, okay, God, okay. Oh, daddy, thank you, God. Thank you for a roof over my head, God. That's a big blessing right there. Thank you, God, for for, uh, ability to be able to move back and forth. Thank you, Father, for... Oh, there's some food in the pantry, God. Thank you, God, for food in the pantry. Oh, thank you, God, for water. Thank you for something to drink, God. Thank you, God, for... Thank you, God, for doing what you do in my life. Thank you, God. I can pray, even though I don't see it yet. I believe it's gonna happen. Why? I thank you, God, for the small things. They they small, maybe small to you, but they big to me. They big to me. They big to me. So I don't don't look for the spotlight. As believers, we have to remain. Walking by faith. I, got, I must remain sober in my thinking. God's favor increases blessings. They overshadow us. But be careful, do not give place to arrogance. That's why we need a humble mindset. He really says, I think soberly about myself. I do not think of myself better than others. I've been there, y'all. Lord knows I've been there. I said, God, you know, I, I did this. I deserve this right here. You shouldn't have said that, boy. You know, I didn't say it maybe not verbally, but my mindset was I deserve this. Y'all seen the difference there? Instead of by God's grace. Because, you know, if you got that kind of humility, okay, God, you give it to me. Or like, like this, okay, I'm looking for the blessing to come this way, but God decided to send it this way. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I appreciate that. It wasn't what I expected, but I appreciate what you're giving me, God. Are y'all seeing the difference there? Humility. Humility of mind when it comes to what God gives you. Humility. I don't think myself as better than others. I must be careful when, just because we are born again and in God's church, we do not, we, we do not begin to think that we are better than others. It's because of the grace of God and the gift of salvation that we're standing here today. We, what are habits of a humble person? Habits being things that we do intentionally as well as unintentionally. Habits are many times automatic to us or should be. Three habits of a humble person. I got three of them here that I want to talk to you briefly about. One, I have a desire to learn from God's word. I have a desire to learn from God's word. I also have a desire to learn how to serve others through God's word. I serve God by teaching, by ministering, by witnessing, by helping with various projects. That's how I'm learning to put God's word into action. Another way is like this. I'm raising my children. That's a desire to put what I learn into action. Managing my household is learning from God's word. Uh, See, you got to understand something. It's not just about you hear a sermon, but you don't put it into action. You take what you learn and you put it into action. You put what you learn into action. You come back next week and get some more information on what you need to do. How you manage your household? You get information from God. Then you go back, you apply, come back, get more information. That's how you manage your household. And if a man don't know how to take care of his own household, how can he take care of the house of God? You got to take care of the household. Second thing is this. I like to collaborate with others. I like to collaborate with others. Collaborate means to work together and unite. The opposite of collaborate is to work solo, independent of others. And see, there'll be times just like when Moses went on to went up to God And Joshua waited for him, but there is a time where we work with others. This is the assembly together of believers. In this particular case, I want the members of the team involved working in harmony on whatever the task is at hand. Examples would be auxiliaries working together, families working together, business and job opportunities working together. We're going to collaborate with others. And I, I need to say this in a godly manner in a godly manner. I need to be able to say, I have a desire to go with you out witnessing. I have a desire to share the gospel with others. And, and remember, he, when Jesus did it, he sent them out by twos. Sent them out by twos. Why? He wanted them to learn to work together. They had to learn one another when they went out there. Somebody had to probably learn, hey, you know this part of scripture? I know this part of scripture. Listen, you pray, I'm going to sit back and watch. Or I'm going to pray, You watch whatever it is. Sometimes it's going to be different things you're going to deal with. But he sent them out by what two? And think when he sent them out by two, they had to learn one another. Had to learn what one did well, what other didn't do well. They had to learn one another. Witnessing is a good opportunity to learn your strengths as well as your weaknesses. And when you go out, when you work together, it's going to make a difference. The third one is this. I strive to be compassionate toward others. I strive to be compassionate toward others. Compassion means I can relate to others. I can see life through the eyes and offer support to help them. God has given us a measure of faith, but I got to be compassionate toward others. Paul wants the church at Rome to have the mindset of a proper opinion of themselves and to exercise self-control and understanding that they have a measure of faith or their trust in God. One thing I need to get is I must understand my mindset. I need to know where I am. I need to get with God. And see being Christ-minded, God gonna check your mindset. God gonna check your mindset. I've been in the store and God checked my mindset. I've been hot and God checked my mindset. Look, look, I've got five people to agree with on that. It's okay though. That is okay with me. God loved me enough to tell, tell me in the middle when I thought I was right. I was wrong. And then this is what was beautiful about it. I'm talking about like I'm right and God saying, You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. And I'm talking, well, and, not. And, 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 It took me a minute to come down off that high horse of mine, though. But, you know, God ain't got no problem getting you down off that high horse, dude. High horse attitude. You know how we get some. We're not y'all, but me, okay? I told you, this is me. This is about me. Y'all learned about me right here. I need Jesus. I need J-E-S-U-S, especially working with people, shopping with people. Going to the store and trying to get stuff these days. Waiting in line. I need Jesus. Waiting in line. Waiting in line with folks that be ordering about 15 things, 22 things up here. I got three things in my buggy. They got 15 things. They wait till everything get checked out before they pull the money out. Like, how you going to pay for that stuff? You know, you need to pull your money out. Thinking about after Adam number eight. Start pulling your money out. 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 Woo! Start pulling your money out. Item fifteen, sweep across there. Eighty-two forty-five. Well, let me go find my money up here. My Lord, just help me right here, Lord. I say, Lord, you teaching me something right here. Because my mindset, I failed this one right here. Y'all failed it. I failed it bad. Y'all failed it bad. I failed it bad. Lord, this had Okay, God, you teaching me. I'm, I'm in the store. I learned so many lessons in stores and, and, and riding down the road, boys, especially riding down the road, two-lane highway, and somebody want to be, you know, they want to go this, this speed right here on this two-lane highway, and I want to go faster because I, I left late, and I'm mad now. <laughs> And I, I want to go faster, but God is trying to not to get me a speeding ticket, so He put this person in front of me. And that I got to think like that, bro, because not, I'll be ran over them and, and take that car and <laughs> threw it out the way like, Hulk, okay. But God is saying, I'm trying to help you, brother, because you don't need no speeding ticket. You know that, right? I said, You have to look at stuff like that. Because if not, you being be on got mad at folks, you being be threw cars out the way. Uh, but your mind told them to turn off the road or something like that, you know? they might, they might want to turn off, but your mind, you know, told them to get off the road. It's a, I, I don't want you know, nobody getting an accident because of mine. I'm just trying to help folks, okay? I'm trying to help me. I'm just trying to help me. Y'all pray my strength. I need Jesus, y'all. Pastor uh, Dobbs, I, I need to pray for you this week. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Well, let's finish this up. Just like the Lord is constantly dealing with me in different areas of my life, as you can tell, I must give others grace as he deal with them in their lives as well. See, when we align or in agreement and abide and remain connected in God and his word, oneness takes place and we begin to mature and increase individually as well as corporately. See, God's benefits and blessings are waiting to fully manifest in us and through us as He promised in his word. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 11. 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 11. Hold on, we're almost done. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 11. When I was a child, excuse me, 1 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, I'm sorry. 2 Corinthians 13 and verse 11. Finally, brother, farewell, be complete, be of good comfort, be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Paul, in his second letter to Corinthian church, look how he closes out this letter that he wrote to the Corinthian church. He says, finally, brother, brother or fellow believers, and I believe not only was Paul addressing this letter to the Corinthian church, he's also addressing it to us this morning. He says, farewell, become complete. Notice what he says, be of good comfort, be encouraged and instructed, be of one mind or of the same mind, have the same understanding and the same thinking, live in peace and in harmony and the God of love and peace will be with you. See, complete has to do with being sound and put in order. And as we grow and mature in our mindset, we're going to be sound. We're going to have order in our lives. Complete also deals with being strengthened, adjusted, repaired, making and maturing maturing of what God has ordained for us to be. See, one mind brings agreement together. It helps us cherish the same views to walk in harmony. Now, we may not agree on the same color, but we're going to agree on what God says in his word. See, many of you have agreed with me that we need help in our minds. And so we walk in that and we say, okay, God, we need to be a Christ-minded church. You walk in agreement with that. Paul wanted the the fellow believers to be of good comfort. He wanted them to to receive the instructions that were taught to them. As we receive more instruction from God, we take it and we apply it in our everyday life. And see, Godly instruction will cause us to be of the same mind and understanding, which will cause us to live, live in peace and harmony. See, division brings desolation and harm, but God wants peace and harmony. How do we get there? God's word helps us to recognize division, but it also provides us a common ground about which to agree on. We agree on what God reveals to us and is written and reveal word. We agree on that. We agree that we need to be a Christ minded church. And I believe that God is doing the same thing for us today. As we agree on being a Christ-minded church, I believe we will have peace and harmony in our church, our homes, our business, our schools, and everywhere else. And there will not be confusion and division. God will, will be with us, continue to work signs and wonders and miracles in our lives among the believers. We want to be a church that operates in kingdom values and kingdom principles. I want to be a church where God's word is working power, bringing deliverance and healing us mentally as well as physically. One of my prayers for all of us is this, including yours truly, that God will not only heal us physically, but heal us mentally. Heal us mentally. That's one of my prayers. That is one of my prayers. And I know that's your prayer too. I know that's your prayer too. OCC will continue to be a place of worship where miracles, signs and wonders are manifesting in the church and beyond the church. I pray that as we went through this message today, you have saw your mindset tight. But it didn't. One thing I love about God, there is not a mindset that God cannot handle. There's not one he cannot handle. And let me say this to you in, in, in closing out. I know you think that your mindset is something that is different. It may be different. I, th- I think my mind's a little bit different than everybody. But I know this. God can handle what goes on in our mind. God can handle your mind. Pastor, if you don't know the thoughts that's in your mind, I probably don't want to know it neither. But God knows it. God knows it. And he can handle what goes on in your mind. He can handle it, y'all. He can handle it. He can handle what goes on in your mind. Isn't it good to know God can handle what's in your mind? That's good. Let's give the Lord a hand of praise. Amen.
1: We pray that you have been blessed and inspired by today's message. We'd love to hear from you. Please send your prayer requests and testimonies to our website at OCCVR.org. That's OCCVR.org. We would like to invite you to partner with us as we share the gospel all around the world. Just go to our website at OCCVR.org. Click on the Give button to give online. Or you can utilize text to give. Text give to the number 7706922225. That's 7706922225. Join us on our YouTube channel, subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on social media. We also invite you to join us in a live service. We're located at 3097, South Van Wert Road in Villarica, Georgia. Visit our website for more details at OCCVR.org. Until next time, remember, without a vision, the people perish. See you next time for more Heaven Bound with Pastor Richard D. Dobbs of Overcomers Christian Center in Villarica, Georgia.